like a <laughs> from ball one, I think we had him. I think from the, even from the toss, as soon as the toss was made, Australia, even though I think that England had have won the toss, I still think it would have happened. I think we still would have beat them, but I think it just reinforced and gave the Australians an opportunity to do what they had to do, which was get out there, show aggression, and absolutely maximise what they could do and put on pressure from the very get-go. Yeah. I mean, you know, we both watched the start. We, we watched most of this one, so we know a lot of what happened, and you could tell from the very get-go that just as you said last week, and that was super impressive, I thought, was about how there's aggression in hitting the hitting the bad balls and staying away from the good ones mm. and, you know, knowing that you're going to look for one. Steve Smith was a perfect example yeah, of I that. I was going to talk about that. He, obviously, it was his best. I mean, mm. top score, 215, for goodness sake. But it was by far, out of all those centuries, all those times he did it during the Ashes and against South Africa, hitting that, that, that century, it was the best he's ever done. It was amazing. For what he was doing... In both both innings as well, just mesmerizing stuff. Yeah. You know, I've never seen a person take a ball to hit, to bring up their fifty to go two foot outside off stump and whip it back across his stumps mm. to hit a forward. And he was just looking for gaps. And at that point, and that was at the other end of it. But it just it was amazing. Well, just on Steve Smith, so many people, so many batsmen around, I think at the moment could look at Steve Smith and get. A lot of pointers for their own game. A lot of a lot of current batsmen like Shane Watson should look at the way Steve Smith bats. Oh, absolutely. Like the way that he, you know, everything I've said about Steve Smith, I still think. But then countering that, everything I've said about the mental side of cricket, I still think. And I think that's the reason why Steve Smith is so good. Like mm. you just said, you know, uh, the way that David Warner got out was pathetic. Oh, it was, In that it was first innings, it was, it was pretty bad. And, he, and to his credit, he said that. So there's no, like, I'm not putting him down or anything, but no. <clears throat> we've seen so many times in Test cricket, it's such a momentum game that sometimes something like that, such a bad, bad wicket. England mm. would have gone, holy crap, he just gave us that. Yeah. That can let a slippery slope. Oh, and for yeah. Steve Smith to come in to, it was, it was almost, he almost in, overly left the ball and played mm. defensively to start because he wanted to really set the tone and say, hey, I'm going to be here mm. all day. Yeah. And I think that was Rogers and his, Thing. And that to me, that's what I'm saying. Like being aggressive, you can be aggressive whilst leaving the ball. Yeah, you know, you, you can sit it. there and go, "I'll leave it, go and bowl again, mate. I'm not going to hit that one." And that's exactly what he did. And yeah, when you make 560 or whatever, mm. pretty damn aggressive. <laughs> it is. It's it. And it was a slow burn, and it was yeah. just, it was, it was a magical innings mm. of just. And uh, yeah, even at the one, the times when like. You know, and like any cricket fan will know, there are times when you'll sit there and you go, "This is boring cricket." Like I, oh, yeah. I have that all. The, there's and every now and then during the games, especially against Sri Lanka, there's a couple of the games in the previous years. I went and saw one at the Gabba when they played at Gabba, and it was boring. Like you know, seven. It was. It was just like you're sitting there, like they were playing for the draw, mm. and there was like a you know a day, and it's like this is going nowhere, mm. and like this is dull cricket. And the times when it normally is dull, you know, inverted covers, is when they're trying to, you know, they're doing the blocking and whatnot. But even in that innings of Steve Smith, they weren't, it wasn't, you know, in the, in the tough patch. It was it was the chess match rather than, you know, being boring. I agree with what you're saying, but I don't think it's got as much. Dull cricket, in my opinion, has less to do with the batting. If you've got a guy, like, mm. let, let's be honest, how many times on a fifth day is a batting team trying to block out to draw? Yeah, It really. still is exciting because the bowling team is being yeah. super aggressive. No, I know, but there are... So I think, to me, my opinion on boring test cricket comes when the uh, fielding captain is trying to preserve mm. runs. That's when you get bored. If you've got a guy on the boundary, like, that's exactly what Steve Smith, when he had that go at England, it was, yeah, I don't know why they had the deep point out. I'll, uh, I'm not sure why they would have done that. Because it was just, that's that's something you don't do in test cricket. And that's something that Alistair Cook, you know, I wrapped him up after the first one because I did 
think he captained well, yes. but this one he resorted back to yep. it. You know, he sort of, it, it was almost, he resigned to, oh, this is a shit pitch, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, we, we kind of didn't make it look like a shit pitch when we bowled because we were constantly looking for wickets. Yeah. You know, we went, all right, this is the pitch. How are we going to get wickets? The pitch was, was an important part uh, to yeah, play. Yeah, that was a... It was, it was because it's all, I just loved like the meta psychological game that goes on in a game of cricket mm-hmm. and how something as simple as the ground that you're playing on can have such an adverse, yeah, it, like too. one, it can have such an impact on the game, what it actually is. But what people say it is has just as much of a chance to have an impact. Mm-hmm. So the fact that everyone was calling it a road had some, had in the back of their heads that the palms would go out and do the same thing. Mm. And it wasn't, it couldn't have been a road because it, okay, it was a road and it was also the, but the, the, what the Australians did, they utilized everything they had. The ball wasn't swinging. You beauty. That's our, that's our bread and butter. And I think, I don't know if we brought it up last week or if it's just a thought that's come this week. But one thing I noticed was that Australia, we make wickets to, to give ourselves an advantage. Whereas I feel like England have made wickets to give us a disadvantage rather than excelling in their own advantages. So instead of making pitches where the ball swings and it's trying to help, you know, mitigate well, they that. Can't, they can't do much to make the ball swing. No, well, they can, they, they can make it they grassy. Can make it they can dry. get it, they can, they dry, can make it dry. But well, grassy would again make it a bit um, more bouncy. Okay. Well, no, they would make it seem. seem yeah, it would just, it would allow Anderson to, but just killing the pitch in like, we'll get rid of Mitch's, you know, it's, ability. He's got no pace in the pitch. Yeah, there's no pace in the pitch. Well, then. <sighs> How is that going to help yourselves? All you're doing is trying to stop the Australians, and the Australians will find a way around it. Yeah, but it does sort of prove my point the other week, and I I probably sounded a bit biased when I said Australian are the fairest cricketers. What I mean is, when you come to Australia and tour, there is something in in one of our pitches for one of your players, you know? Yeah. Whether you're a spinner, whether yes. you're a pace bowler, whether you're... I mean, the amount of um, overseas players that have had amazing tours in Australia because, you know, a fast bowler or even, a, a, mm. a you know, an A.B. De Villiers who yeah. really oh. loves the ball coming onto the bat quickly. Yeah. So it's not like we do it just for us. We do it because the Gabba is a grassy, fast wicket. The Wacker should be a bouncy, fast wicket. Sydney should be a turner. Like, that's because that's what we want. Mm. We want cricket... For everyone. Mm. And that's why I think England have shot themselves in the foot, uh, t- to further your point, by they've been trying to go, oh, let, w- but what do we have? You know, mm. w- oh, let's, let's, let's manipulate these pitches because we don't want them to have pace because they've got such a good pace attack. Mm. So I, I take a lot of pleasure out of seeing, and this isn't against the players, the no, English players, it's against it's the English board, the, you know, the, the they, they've tried to rig it. And it's mm. completely backfired against them. Yep. That is so satisfying. Yep. Even if I was an English fan, I'd sit there. I wouldn't like that. If Australia was, you know, I don't think you sit there and go, oh, Australia make fast wickets because they've got fast bowlers. Well, we so, have fast so bowlers South Africa, dude. We, yeah. <laughs> but so South Africa, like we don't slow down our pitches when South Africa comes. We yeah. want them to bowl quick. We like that kind of cricket. Mm. That's all. You know, we don't sit there and, and try and uh, manipulate the, the game the way the game's yeah. going to go. It's just that's that's our pitches. So anyway, so I think it, to me, I take a lot of pleasure out of out of England. It was, struggling. and it was and for me. I also am, I'm looking forward to the media as well, mm. being having oh. gone from that one nil, and there were reports and people were putting them up on the Reddit threads. Hi mm. Reddit, by the way, they're putting stuff up about like write ups from the first test before the second one, and it was the, you know, like English journalism, and they're like, yeah, we rock, we're gonna kill this old team, mama, mama. and it's like you just lost the point, like. I know that that's just one rag, and who cares? But because we got we got you know 
us in the first match. There's mm, no denying no that. Question. They they ran over the top of us. Mm. So we, what we did instead was turned up in the in the second one and said, nah, no, 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 we don't, that doesn't happen again. And this is what you know what we're going to do. I don't think that England have got the ticker to come back and do that next game. It seems well, as if they kept the same I intensity hope, coming into the second they, game. If they do, I'd love to see going it. And bring and, it. Yeah, but there's got to be. You know, there's one thing we we talk a lot about the mental and mm. you know ticker and things like that, and that is a big part of cricket, massive part. But I mean, they've got to do something about their top order. Oh, there's no denying. All the, I know it's been talked to death in the media already, mm. but they do have to do something about it. Well, Gary Balance. Like I finally got a decent look of of him, mm. and I'm not very impressed. No, like I I really, and that's not trying to put the bloke down. Like no, it's that's, it's, it's fair to say. But when you look at, it, I'm no bloody batting expert. But if you're going back into your crease every single time, yeah, and they, you're going to get caught on your crease, and you're going to get bowled. You're going to get LB. You're going to. Yeah, have I never nothing. understood. I always, I'm always batting outside of my crease, and I know that I'm no, I'm no good batsman What's or anything. It? But I like to be out. For me, it's about seeing the ball as quickly as possible. I don't and reacting, and I don't like being because I get, I don't want that. You know, the but he, game. he, to me, he should be looking at. I mean, Steve Smith. I mean, there was a lot of oh, comment on the way he dances across. But Simon Caddis did that, and Simon that was when he started Lara to go into did it, form. For God's yeah. sakes. So I mean, it, it's about what works for you. For me, Sanger it's Caris, about sorry. about the transfer of weight. The yeah. reason why you, you move your feet forward is so you get your head over the ball. The reason why you get your head over the ball is because you want your weight to, to go weight. through. You want yeah. your weight to go through the shot. Yeah. If your head's back here and you, you're, you, you're hitting away up. from your body, yeah. your weight's nowhere near it, you're more inclined to nick it. Yeah. So the fact that he's staying in his crease, his head and his balance is nowhere, pun, pun, is nowhere near the ball. Mm. So he's going to be in trouble a lot, especially with quick bowling. So they've got to do something. Like I don't know what they're going to do there. That Lyth guy, I think he. I, I have, think people. They've he got to was give unlucky. Him a that that yeah. second that second innings delivery from Stark was oh, a peach. It was a bottle. Like you can't. There's no no left hander could have played that. Mm. And, and there was a, there was the a few was to leave it, and it would, it was good enough that it dragged him into it. Yeah. There were not unplayable, but just extremely good fast bowling. Like they just somehow managing to get the swing out of the pitch that you know no one else is able, or out of the air that no one else has been able to do it. But they just did it, and there was just a couple of ones, and you're just like, that's banana. Beautiful bowling, just really good, consistent bowling. They took their catches. Bloody uh, Phil Peter Neville has has got, come away with yeah. seven seven. Yeah. They, they were looking <laughs> it up. They, this is one for you, Michael. I know you love your stats. They were trying to find out because he took a catch on the second ball, right? And they were trying to to guess. Or like to say, well, what's the the earliest someone's ever taken a, a catch in their career? And it might be Peter Neville because he took a, a catch in like the second ball of the innings. So like in in all the rule books, like has anyone taken a catch on their first ball in their first game? Because it was his first game. So yeah, like little things like that. He took seven catches. He played really well. Yeah, I mean, like we're at the moment we are constructively criticizing England, but we'll get to Peter Neville and I think the Australians. But what England have to do for me. I think they were backing on, banking on life because you got a, a century in uh, in the one dayers mm. against New Zealand. So I think it was the one dayers. Anyway, he um so he's he's got one recently, and he just I don't know if he hasn't been able to commit that yet, but I think he just hasn't. He's just been unlucky. I thought Cook played batted all right. I thought he was okay, oh, but well, that first innings was yeah. Awesome. Bell's Bell's just he's just Bell's gone. Gone. Bell's like watching. It's it's just it's the end of the. Career. I said that in the first test. That that second innings in the in the first test was. An exception. Mm. You know, everything I've seen from no, him he played, in the last he played six well, has been and then terrible. That, yeah, it wasn't great. But, and I don't think he's made. I don't think he's made more than like fourteen odd runs or something mm. in a couple of tests. Like it's like it's like ten tests or something. Like it's not. He's come. He's just. He's not seeing the ball. Apparently, he does very well at county cricket. 
Like he mm. went back and apparently he's, he's carved it up, which just means to me it's just gotten old. It doesn't mean he's not as yeah. good. It just means that these boys are better. Or like yeah, they're just they're the just new blood's quick, here yeah. and they're a bit quicker and they're just catching him. For most, like as much as we're talking about the top order, and I mean, I think there's no question. They showed us what a, a thing the other day that was what the last eight tests or something. They've been three for thirty, three for yeah, forty. Yeah, like, see that. It's I been did. that for so long. So yeah. that's obviously an area that they were. But these guys, they yeah. they've got the same issue. These the guys that we've mentioned, life, um, life to a lesser degree, but yeah, balance, balance, and Bell. They can't seem to be able to leave the ball. It's no. important that they leave the ball to get their eye in. They're, they're looking to get bat on ball, which is a, a very limited overs mindset, mm. and I think that's an issue for them. They've got to leave the ball, wait for their shots, and and then that's what they're going to do. But um, what I was going to say, most important, like obviously we're talking about that top order, but for me, the main difference between first test and second test is in the first test, Australia bowled short, and in the second test, England bowled short. Mm. That's that's but bowling. I mean, to win a test match, you got to take twenty wickets. Yeah. In England, you have to bowl full. There's no life in these pitches. That like it, mm. it's it's unbelievable how much life the Australians got out of those, oh, those pitches. They, re- the they resurrected it. The bowlers, they were incredible. Mm. But you can't expect that's not going to happen all yeah. the time. And it didn't happen all the time throughout that test. There were exactly. spurts, but there were some times where it didn't. You bring on Nathan Lyon, bring on Mitchell Marsh. Like, oh, we'll get to that. But we'll get to that. We're, we're still talking about England, but England in the second test. Bowled too short. Hmm. Wood did not have the, the the punch that he did in the first no, one. No, yes. I think Broad was the only one that showed um, heart, hmm. and he he got it up there. James Anderson didn't look like he wanted to be there, um, yeah. and I think Mo and Ali has been a fine for them, an absolute fine. Well, like, considering that he is a part time spinner, yeah, he's there. Like he's, he's batting. He should be back. What I saw is that they were thinking maybe moving him up to five. Like he's he's uh, a well. That's the thing. He is nah, a batsman. I'd leave him at eight. Well, that's I, the I thing. think he's it's a great a, idea. It, it gives their it gives their what, batting like lineup so much, not a so much depth. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it gives like yeah. if you can have Joss Butler, who I again I haven't seen much of, but I know I've heard that he's he's a bit of a hitter. Yeah. If they got him and Moen Ali, I mean, you can sort of say to those blokes, look, in each innings, we need one of you to go, and that can sort of just because they're both all rounders, that can take a bit of pressure off them. It's true. As long as they're performing, and I think Mo, as you say, Ali was. And his a, bowling's been fine. No, he was a he he's, was he's a fine. A, he's been well, he took bowling. he took some I mean, excellent good wickets. wickets for him, but. Yeah. Um. But he's been he's been fine. I don't think that bringing in a specialist spinner is going to do any England any no. good. Their pace bowlers need to pitch it up because Stuart Broad Stuart Broad played pretty well. I reckon. Yeah. No. I rated his his performance. We got struggle. four for in the first innings. I think, yep. and it was a it was a tough it was a tough in, uh, deck to bowl on. Mm. But James Anderson to me was a disappointment for England. He was a big part of it. So that that, well, yeah, that my mean, major point for them if going to this third test asking about whether they had the ticker to, to come back for me it's not so much about ticker. I think they need to. Probably give the, their top order a bit of a kick up the ass and say, boys, you're on your last legs here. And and say to their bowling attack, for God's sakes, pitch it up. No way you're playing. You're at yeah. home here. Well, the long and short of it swing. is, you know, Jim, Jimmy Anderson went 20 wickets without one. He didn't get a single wicket in both his, the first and the second innings. Yeah, so, that's pretty sure. So, you know, that's for, you, for your main bowler outside of broad, but mm-hmm. you're like your strike bowler, essentially. Yep. You're Glenn McGrath, if you will, to have taken no wickets. No wickets. But he it wasn't just he didn't take wickets. Like, sometimes there were times when McGrath wouldn't get the reward, yeah. well, he but got, he still bowled and he tied down. Yeah, the that's right. Yes. Anderson just didn't look like he was Well, he got, he got 99. He got 90 runs, 99 runs to his name in the first innings. Couldn't even get his century. Yeah. Hey, how about that? <laughs> yeah, he just didn't look good. We declared know. before he could get his century. I think that that was <laughs> He a does seem like a bit, of a, a bit of a sook. He always has. Yeah, he's a yeah, terrific he bowler, but he just seems oh, when, like when he's When he's on his day and in in the past, he's been... Absolutely dynamite, but I just think that at the moment 
his head wasn't there. Yeah. And you're just like, hey, yeah, as you say, do you want to be here or? Yeah. You know? Well, we've put shit on England. Sorry. England. Yeah. No. Well, it's, and it's not like, <laughs> and I'm not, I would rather have a context, the contest. Like, yeah. I'm not having a go at the English. No, no. Like, I, fuck but, you. But, okay. Let's and, say something. I know you, I know you know that, no, but if buddy, the people are listening and being like, they're no, really no. good on Do you know what I will say then? Ben Stokes, apart from that oh. run out. Oh, my like, God. But apart from that run out, remove that run out. Let's forget about Take it. Take that Poor out of the equation. Everyone that is a shock. screws up. That was schoolboy mm. error. Whatever. Move on. Him and Joe Root. I said it from the start. Oh, mate. They're the future we, of yeah. England cricket. If and you want to give tough. them like a... Yeah. If you want to give like a props out for the English, yeah. it was they, those were two as well. Again, so. both tests. Those two guys Root. show absolutely... And Alistair Cook's 96 in that first that was, that I was felt, quite good. I felt pretty shitty that he got it. I even left a comment on Reddit saying it was a good... Like, it was an American guy. Yeah. I said, if you want to watch, you know, go watch Try Alistair and Cook's and innings, and that's a true example of the best part of cricket. Mm. He went in there in such a crappy condition, like mm. it was what, they were four for 30 again or something crazy, and he, he batted what, 96 yeah. of 250 balls. To me, that's an awesome innings. You know, you can talk yeah. about 150 off 110 balls being great. I'd get as much joy out of seeing an, even the opposite team a well hit a nine, yeah, a nine, yeah, a tough. It's not just well constructed; it's tough. Yeah. It's I'm going to mentally take you on. And as a captain, he had to do that. Yeah, exactly. It was did, such a else, lesson. Like his players need to see that and go, "Wow, that's what the captain do." We should, buddy. Well, it seems as if the, yeah, the captain and the vice captain, yeah, Joe we're doing all. Joe Root, I think, is he, as you say, the future of of, of English cricket. Awesome. Absolutely, he, he's. I love his technique. I think he's. he's so a I actually cheeky hated bit. his technique to start. Yeah. I thought it was ordinary. But yeah. then, oh, I, okay, but again, yeah. he's a little like Steve Smith, and they're both like they've got their own technique. Mm. And I always found that with him. Weight like, transfer is real yeah, good. As a New South Welshman, you're always going to enjoy Stevie Smith a bit more than the, yeah. the, the, the next well, person. Yeah, but yeah. I always did rate him. All those years when it, when people were giving him <laughs> shit, I was always I was just like, yeah, I know, I know I you were, I know you were, and like so many other people, I just like, nah, I just I always rated him. Always thought that he had the guts. I felt the same way about Phil Hughes. Like so, just so did I. Yeah, it was always like everyone just used to hang shit on him, mm. and I, I and people did like. You know, I was if, one of them. Yeah, I, yeah. I, but that's why I want to say. Okay, so we talked about England. Sorry, England. Which is not. But now we're talking about Australia. The last thing I want to say about Steve Smith is everything I've said in the first two episodes about Steve Smith. Mm. He had, he did in that last test. Yeah. Like everything and what I've just said. Then I didn't like him. He's proved I'll never say another negative word about Steve Smith. Yeah. Even even when those shitty ads come up, oh, you know, with his monotone voice, it's like I still like. What is crappy face? Yeah, you're the man. He was like, but, God, you know, he looks ugly. Thinking about his technique, me, this is this is a perfect example of how much I don't rate his technique. Even in that ad, and he does that pull shot. I'm like, that's a shitty pull shot. That's a dirty hack. You know, that's it. But you said, you know, even in the ad, you're like, come on, bro, you could have just. But that's just the way he plays. And he's what 200, he made 280 runs in a in a, in a test. He's gonna shut my mouth every time. Yeah. But like, I love the bloke. I think he's he, to me cricket personified. The best parts of cricket personified. And Shane Watson is the proof of. You know, you're you can have all the skill in the world. But you're not going to make it in cricket unless you've got what Steve Smith has. Yeah. And that's a little bit of heart, a little bit of ticker, a little bit of summing up the situation and going, yeah, my natural game is to play my shots. But right now, my team, my it's country ridiculous. needs me well, to guess fucking what? be here. I'm going to be here for the bitch. rest of the day. Yeah. I got five days. So, and he's proven everything that I've wanted him to prove. Mm-hmm. He's the fucking next Australian captain. Yep. He'll be in the Australian team for the next 10 years, and we're lucky to have him. Mm-hmm. That's, my th- that's my opinion on Steve Yeah, Smith. right on. Yeah, it's a bit dodgy about Chris Rogers, though, eh? That was, like, that was such bit, sick. Yeah. Well, that was that was really bad for me because I I did miss that part. I was I was out and it I might I, not be that bad. Well, I looked I looked at my phone and it was like, oh, we're, we're still numb for 130. I think we were one for 130. But Smith's and then in. Smith was in, yeah. and I was like, that's weird. And I was like, what the fuck's going on here? And I had a look, and I've since seen the footage, 
And, like, I don't know if you saw that first ball where he got clocked in that second inning. No, I didn't know. It was rough. Like, it's a rough hit. Like, first ball up, he just hasn't seen it for the life of him. Things like that can rock you later on. Hell yeah. And it's pitched in. And, like, because I don't know whether he was just not used to the bounce or the varied bounce, but it's it's pitched fairly short. So, he's he's gone down. And as he's gone down, he's twisted his head. Mm. And it is hit. He's got the pads on, like the back pad one. It hit the Phil Hugh pad. Oh, my God. And, like, yeah, like straight on it. And then uh, it bounced into his head. So, he cut the back of his head, right? And everyone was like, oh. Probably would have hit the back of his helmet had it not been there. But I would much rather have a protection there. Thanks very oh, much. Oh. So the ball's come and just clocked him. Like, it's just clocked him. <sighs> well, and I like, think... I, I don't know what's going to so happen. So if that had something to do with it, post and the Windies yeah. one as well. Yeah, he got hit in the Windies. He got hit in the Windies, yeah. So, it, you know, there, there's there's plenty of times that that sort of stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, and that's, and that was sad. That was sad. And he looked fine, but, like, uh, not on the field at the time, he looked bloody awful. When, yeah. Like, when he's sitting well, I mean, staring. For and, someone to go off the field at 49... He must have been pretty crook. <laughs> like, he, yeah. he, every urge, he would have been, every inch of him would have just been like, let's get one more run and then yeah. I'll kick it. It was sad and I hope he, I hope he's all right. Oh, I think he will be. I don't, like, as long as, like, he would have got scans and stuff. As long as yeah. something doesn't show up, he'll probably just be a bit dizzy for it. Look at someone like Jason Day. Like, he had proper, yeah. do you see Jason Day at the golf with a vertigo the other week? Like, this no. was a, a while ago now. It was, it was hard to, like, it was, it was weird because you could just see a guy, he looked fine on the outside, everything fine, but you could see his eyes were like, and he was he, he fell over. Shit. Like he was walking down the fairway and just fell over. Every time he was taking a putt, I think this is at the, the US Masters. And every time he was taking a putt, he'd have to like keep his head level when he would go to the ground and check the line. I don't know. I, don't, I think it was game. a brain. Yeah, but it was. It was like vertigo that he had. It wasn't an impact injury. So yeah. I don't know. It's sad. Yeah. No, yeah, we're, we're still we're still sorry, debating sorry, sorry. The, the the game itself. Um, <laughs> I think for Australia, for me, um, the standouts. Peter Neville was, I thought, his batting. Put it this way, I think that our captain, our, our keeping is in safe hands for now once Haddon retires. Now, for me, mm-hmm. Peter Neville, I thought, that's just off one game, obviously. So, you know, it's one game. Well, that's it. I'm not going to I'm not gonna wrap him up in, in too much. Like, no. And this isn't anything against no, him. No, no, no. But I'm not going to go, yeah, like, of course. you know, in a game where we win by, four, by 415. Yeah, I thought when he came good. out, uh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> but, but he contributed. He takes, like, seven, he, he takes seven wickets yeah. or seven catches. catches yeah. Second, you know, as I said, second ball, Mitchell Stark, he gets that one, oh, which could have been the quickest of anyone. And he could have he could have dropped it and it could have been, been a big... It could have been a hassle. No, that's right. And but he, I think he didn't for make me, a mistake. I think for me, even that, it was more just like actually watching his technique as a batsman. It, you're right. Like, in, And that's why I said the other week about Voges. Like, I think Voges deserves an opportunity to have a go with the bat when there's no pressure on. And I know that doesn't come by that often, but the guy's been in the, in the, you know, in the wings for so long. He deserves an opportunity to be given like he did. And he hit 25. Like, you know, he's still got a... He, okay, fair enough. It's, not bad. it's not bad, but yeah. I think in that... Well, but I thought he played... I, I thought Peter Neville played really well. I oh, he got 45. Yeah, he his, technique, really well. his technique was really nice. It was his fluid. Technique was compact. I found, That's I, what it was. I thought it was fluid was the word that came to me. Because yeah. he just seemed... He was like... It was almost as if he had that, you know, Game of Thrones, like the Westeros... Not Westeros, the... Um, Where's the fighter from? The where, wherever. Uh, yeah, yeah, the Dawn fighter, that guy, and he's all like, it's all like the water. I thought. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I thought yeah, you know, yeah, like, the guy got his eyes crushed, today. man. Oberon. Now, not Oberon. Uh, the 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 guy's like, what do we say to death? Not oh, the faceless like man. The, no, yeah, the the fighter in the I first. Know, season. I don't watch Game of Thrones. Like, well, we have really fell into. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. Right, okay we're sorry. Back sorry, folks. Where were we? Um. Well, we were talking. You you started talking about Westeros. Um, I thought he had. Yes, yeah, sorry, that is me. I totally yeah. derailed that. I thought he that was the Westeros way, Indies. Westeros Indies. Yeah, from the West Indies, <laughs> the Westeros Indies. You're an idiot. They. 
I thought he had a very fluid action. I thought that that was Neville for me. He he seemed to play through his shots really nicely. And I thought it just felt like when when Haddon finally... And he will come back. I don't think Neville will go back into the wings for me because he was retired hurt. He was was out. He wasn't, like, booted. Haddon will come back in. But when the time comes, Neville, as long as he keeps that up, I think he'll have a long career. I mean, but I mean, with a wicketkeeper, hopefully you can have a wicketkeeper and catch a ball. Like, so it's, it's more about, so it's, it's, it's more about, yeah, it's more about, yeah, yeah. And I'm glad, yeah. And, and you're right. You're right there. So I think, I think he did well, but for me, I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to say he's a well beater or a given no. No. until he does a couple of those, like with, with five for 80 well, and he it. comes in and builds an innings, you know, yeah, Steve Smith had to hit 215 well, that's to make what, you impressed. Yeah. Well, that's well, I mean, and, 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 and now, and but, but here's the thing now I'll, I'll, he'll always have that yeah. kind of, you know, no, no, I there's a, there's a thing about cricket where you prove something and it's like, yeah, but. That's why guys who have been in bad form will stay in the team. It's like, yeah, but when push comes to shove, man, that guy can knuckle in and really prove something. So it's a fucking weird game. But uh, but Steve Smith to me is like, no, no, even if he has a bad run, he can pull that out because he's got... Well, 233s and that's all it took. I saw today he... Or yesterday, in first innings of a test match at the moment, Steve Smith is averaging 96. Oh, whoa. He's averaging 96. What, over his whole career? Out of his whole career. First innings, First he innings, averages 96. 96. Okay. Holy now, shit. he's up to like 30 tests, isn't he? That's pretty impressive, right? Up to 30 tests. 30 that's, tests. I mean, yeah. Yeah. let's talk about Mike Hussey. His was what? I think his was around 78. Yeah, well, this is. When after like first... 20 to 30 tests, yeah. and everyone was like, holy crap. Man, well, Hussbag was impressive. But that was his whole average too, not yeah. just first innings. Oh, well, that was it. That was it. What, what was really interesting for me was like, I was like, well, that's really interesting. He had just like 50 odd or 40 odd in the second innings yeah. or something. But in the first innings, he got 96. Donald Bradman's average for first innings was 118. Fuck. How good. In oh, in yeah. first innings, you're hitting a cent- you're hitting yeah, over yeah, a century. Yeah. It was just like, the, oh, yeah, right. That's how far, like, the thing is, you know, mm. like, how much the gap. It, it was, what did I say? Like, we talked about last night about, like, they can boil down just, you know, stats and stats in all sports, and you can find out, you know, on a means average test how far, you know, some like Michael Jordan is from the mean, how far Don Bradman was oh, from the mean. Okay. And it was it worked out like just raw data, you know, like this is here and then mean one, two, three, and four and five. And Bradman was at like five of and he was just like everyone else is at three. Like if you're you're a god and like LeBron is a three. Mm. Sort of area, and like he's just—it's it, like these. I know what you it. mean. Like they yeah. grade the distance you are ahead of ahead of everyone else. The average, person. yeah, exactly. Right. It, yeah. yeah, and he was just so much. He's just ahead so far ahead of Michael Jordan. Well, put it stuff. this way: he—it's like it's the equivalent of someone running the hundred meters in seven and a half seconds. <laughs> that's like that's the. <laughs> that's record. a really cool. That's yeah, a really right. Cool that's bit. the best way I heard it. Was like every yeah, people yeah. like oh Don Bro's pretty good. It's like nah, no, you don't understand. Like it's as if he ran in seven and a half. And as well, if you really want to shut someone like me up who goes on about batting technique. Hey, what's Bradman? Bradman. Yeah. Bradman didn't have the best technique. No, he was a he was he was an aggressive batsman. He liked to play off the back foot. He was so poof, shut my mouth. You know, like, yeah, and that's and like, that. a guy like Steve Smith or even a Gary Balance should you know if he's got his own technique and is not a conventional orthodox technique, that's cool. Mm. But he's got to find out why he keeps getting out and fix that part of it. Yeah, you know, he's got because obviously if he's made the English team, got a good eye, he could probably play cricket. So he needs to. Watch videos of himself and watch videos of other batsmen hmm. who have different techniques and how they get around it. So I don't think it's all lost for him anyway. But no, I think if we keep on going to Australia, let's not keep sucking each other off. Uh, let's talk about the guys who need to stand up. I think um, Clarky. Oh, think, look. Uh, his captaincy is the best thing ever. Yeah. I think he, I was thinking like, about it today actually about how, like, well, if you're not there for your batting and he's not there for his bowling, 
he'd be there for his captaincy. And yeah. I, and like I know he can he can go with the bat. I know he's come to the end of his career and he hasn't hit a fifty in like fourteen or fifteen cent. Yeah, it's been like he averages real low in the last ten or so. It's like it's it, 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 he hasn't been making runs, but that's fine because at the same time he's such a he is the asset of the team. He's the fact that they're all there. It's like Dr. Dre. Like Dr. Dre doesn't you know write his own rap and he doesn't like you know rap anymore. I know what you mean, but, but like, like he is Dr. Dre. It's like Wayne Bennett. Like Wayne yep. Bennett is by no way the best strategic rugby league coach that's ever been. But the thing about him is people want to play for him. Like, look at the Broncos this year. Oh, mate. You get things out of players that you wouldn't, other coaches wouldn't because yeah. they sit there going, oh, I want to impress Wayne Bennett. And that's a bit what Clarkie's got. In this team, yeah. the young guys, they want to, they want to impress Clarkie. Yeah. And that's yeah. what, um, but to me, the concern is not so much the runs he's made. Look, like I always say, cricket, you can't just, you can't just go on the, the stats. Mm. Of course. To me, the thing that concerns me, and this would be the thing about Gary Ballin, same thing is he's getting out the same way. Mm. And they've got him figured out. Let's be honest. People have had him figured out for a little bit. Mm. If you can get that surprise ball to, to rise under Clarkie's rib, yeah. under his armpit, you're going to get him. Have a man in, in short leg there and you're going to get him. Yeah. And I'm not, I don't even think that's how they've got him, but you can see that that's in the back of his mind. Because mm. <laughs> that's, that's his weakness. And that's, you know, everyone gives Shane Watson so much shit for having a weakness. Dude, every batsman has a goddamn weakness. Yeah. The guys who are in form are the ones who are able to, Either, either like well, like, say, if you're a weak outside of stump, it's, I've got to leave the ball. Like, Adam Gilchrist, to overcome his weakness, it wasn't, I've got to go out there and blaze away. No, it's, I've got to select the right ball to hit. Hmm. You know, when Flintoff was all over him in 05, and he did, he couldn't do it. Hmm. So, even the greats have struggled. That's why it's so it's so oh. easy to sit there and go, Watson sucks, yeah, he's gone, blah, blah, blah. I'd be sitting there going, Shane, you're still one of the greatest hitters. Go and stop hitting, stop trying to hit around your front pad. Fix that. And we'll look at you again. I still think there's value in that. He he's just mentally beat, and he has been for the last three years. Yes, uh, I definitely agree with that. And I thought it's not that it hurts him, but like Marsh did play, he, he impressed us. And um, even if not for, um, you know, he's batting obviously got out there and he did those uh, those last few sixes he knocked over of Anderson. The last uh, the last over of the Australian first innings, he hit. It was three. It was three singles and two sixes. Mm. He just like belted the shit out of them, and then Clark is at the other end. And even if you have Clark out there, just making a few runs here or there, but just, just I don't know. He's just he's he's worth he's worth to the team. You know, is is paramount. Talking about March. Well, March, 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 and 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 Clark. I still, oh yeah. You know, oh, and Clark. I mean, Clark is not going anywhere. I'm no. not talking about it with Clark, but I think for the morale of the team and to yeah. keep our momentum, because let's face it, momentum's with us with Australia at the Absolutely. moment. Absolutely. It's so it's, for yeah. us to keep the momentum. If Clark goes out and fails again twice in this in this test, that could be enough. Cycle mm. like, I mean, sure. If if Warner smashes a double ton off 150, I mean, it's not going to do much. But if we aren't getting Four the same, shadow. if we aren't getting the, if we aren't getting the results from everyone else, and then Clark fails, like we've mm. said before. The captain oh. has got more psychological pressure on him. He needs to keep his shit, because if it's seen from the other team that he's starting to struggle, yeah. then they can start to get on the attack. They get a sniff. Yeah. Start, it's you know, it's almost like, it's it's you know easy to simplify, but you've almost got the old lion, king of the jungle, and his second in command, Steve Smith, yeah. is when he was given the captaincy. You know, he's just younger. Australia's he's younger and he's Australia not. He's, got he's an, Clark 10 years ago. Yeah, and that's got what, an awesome hierarchy you know? at the moment. There's yeah. a really good balance in experience, youth, and they all seem to have a sort of mutual mm. sort of respect for each other. Yeah. Um, what I want to say, like, I think you know, Clark was talking about Clark. I think he's, I think he's a given, but I think he should perform in that next inning, uh, next test. Mm. But Mitch Marsh, mm. Like we talked about, he didn't get really much of a chance to showcase his batting. 
But for me, I was so impressed with like he to me. I would have picked Watson to start the series over Marsh purely based on Watson's bowling. Mm. When I saw Marsh bowl and I saw Watto bowl in that first test, I went, shit, well, who, this guy, who does he think he is? He's bowling too short and he's bowling 125. Marsh came in and gave us exactly what we needed mm. from Watto and some. Mm. He he bowled better than than Watson would have at his best. He, he was bowling balls at 138. Yeah. That's great. And he was getting bounce. He, well, he took, he was he took shocked. Yeah, and he yeah. Sho- and he, it was obvious. They, they were shocked with the bounce he got mm. in that dead pitch. He proved a hell of a lot, I think, to the whole team, to himself, yeah. to the public. You know, that he's... Everyone wants to call him a batting all-rounder. The reason why we liked Watson was when he first came into the Australian team oh, was yes. he was a bowling all-rounder. Yeah. You want a bowling all-rounder that can bat. You really want that. That's great. Mm. And if we could have Mitch Marsh being a bowling all-rounder, it means you have more depth yep. in, you, you in your another, team. You yeah, you're adding, and you can have another batsman in there. Mm. You can you can really have some variation with well, the way you set up your team. Here's a thought, and I, this is just a thought. It wouldn't be something I would necessarily do, but would you then, if, say, Rogers can't play, will you bring in... Sean Marsh, or do you bring Watto and get him opening? Now I don't. I it's know- too early to bring Watto back. Yeah. All right. No, I think you give him. I think you say to Shane, you know. mate, you're, you're done for this Ashes. You know. You reckon psychologically? Yeah. yeah. Go, go have a holiday. He's been beat. Yeah. yeah. But don't have a holiday. Go and find out how much you want this. Hmm. Don't go and hang out with your missus and just you know work yourself up in the gym and look at yourself. Uh, go and find out. Do you want to be a Test cricketer? Like I'm sure he's probably had someone say that to him in his career, but there's nothing in Shane Watson that that he's proven and shown to us mm. as just viewers and supporters that he really wants to be there. What we've heard is, oh, he doesn't want to bowl these many overs, blah blah blah. Like you hear that about Watto. I think that's also a big part of why people don't like him. Mm. It appears like he kind of doesn't want to be there. Yeah. Same way you've heard Kyrgios say, oh, and I don't really like tennis. Yeah. Well, man, that's no one's going to cheer for you, bro. Yeah. We're all here because you oh. love it and you want to represent us in yeah, something you love. Yeah, and we're passion behind that. Yeah. When- did I talk about Mitch Marsh? Yeah. We did talk about Mitch Marsh. Um, he just... Man, and and you know what else I like about Mitch Marsh? They they commented on it. We were... Like, England were like eight for or something. Eight for fucking 103. And they've got a shot away. So we're obviously going to win. Mm. Pretty well connected. It's going to fly to the boundary. Mitch Marsh is on... Deep square leg, runs around. We're up by 410 or something ridiculous. Yeah. And this bloke comes around, dives, and stops this boundary. Mm. He could have easily just watched it go. Mm. It's like, you know, if curious, that's why we support. Oh, that's, that's, yeah. that's what people support. You could be good at it. Yeah, cool. You should be good at it. It's your friggin' job. Yep. But if you're going to get me to support you over someone else, it's to show how much it means to you. Yep, to absolutely. show that it's more than a game to you. Yeah. It's not. You know, not in an icky way. You know, it's never bigger than anything properly important. It's more than a game. It's you care about it. You're passionate about it. Talking about the pitch and how well our bowlers did, I think Nathan Lyon, once again, I'm I'm so glad that I continue to stand up for that dude because did you see that ball that he got to rip off the James Anderson footmarks? Because James Anderson, like you said the other oh, week, yeah. has been running super close to the And they didn't reprimand him for it. They, like, yeah. they, like, oh, I think they him, warned him. They this warned time. him, but they, oh, they warned him last time. They they're just give, they're given three chances. Oh, three crap. chances, and then they're taken off. Then if they come and do it again, then they. Uh, there's a lot of chances they get. Because it's, it's something that yeah. can happen. You know, yeah. it's not like. It, it, it's something that can happen accidentally. It, could, it needs to be monitored because it could be used in a sinister way. Mm. But you've got to think. Most most of the time, people are especially oh, if especially if you're bowling if you're not bowling again, mm. and he so really 
if you think about it logically, he was only helping us. So I doubt that he was trying to to really do it intentionally. I have a question on a separate subject. Excellent. Uh, yep. Alex, you've brought a trophy with you today. Oh, yeah, I have. I have. I have. Okay. This is my uh, hat-trick ball. Mm-hmm. I'll read it. The boys... We should get a, a, a thing so we can put a photo of A it. hat-trick ball. We'll set a hat-trick ball. Set up an Insta. To the Reddit. Do you want me to tell the story? Yeah, yeah I, can I, tell this story. I can tell the and, story. I can tell. All right, so this is... I got it in uh, 2011. It was when I was playing for Marta Hill Cricket Club. C1s, so it was the Sunday, so it was, a, it was a pretty much the worst team you can play for. Um, so I was coming in a bowl. I bowled a pretty ordinary over. I think I was hit for two boundaries off the first ball. Last ball of the over. Batsman got a leading edge up in the air, straight to cover. I was pretty happy. Beautiful. I remember going back and, like I said to you guys before, it's just weird how you remember every single moment, and I'm sure this is embarrassing, but for me, this was important. This was like a... Princess Diana, like, I remember where I was. <laughs> you know, like, that's, but that's why it means that much. So I remember walking back to the fine leg where I was fielding at the end of the over, and the guy who, uh, like, mows the field and, like, runs the club, he was standing there and he was like, hey, man, you're looking good. Try and bowl a bit of in-swing. And I was like, yeah, all right. So next over, um, first ball, ran in, bowled an in-swinger. And it was, out of the three wickets, it was, like, it was a good ball. Like, everyone there was like, oh, yeah, no, no one would have hit that one. It was a perfect, like, in-swinging Yorker. Hit the leg, hit legs down. It was cool. Now, everyone else forgot that I'd taken a wicket on the last ball. So, it was because it was a between-over hat-trick, yep. it was easy for them to forget. And I remember thinking in my head, this is the main reason why I remember everything, is I remember thinking in my head, I don't want to, I'm a bit superstitious. I don't want to wreck it. So, I shouldn't tell anyone. I shouldn't, I shouldn't say, oh, I'm on a hat-trick, because they didn't remember. And then I, I just had this fucking weirdest confidence that I was going to do it. And I was just like, no, no, I need him to be in good positions. So I was like, hey, Troy, and he was captain. I was like, oi, can you can you bring everyone in? I'm on a hat-trick here. And he was like, oh, shit, you are too. So he brings everyone in and all of that. A guy comes in. And I just I rem- remember having this feeling of I am going to do this. And I ran in, bowled the exact same ball. It wasn't as good. It was a bit, it was a bit shorter, so it bounced just before him. And this guy was a shit batsman too. I don't want to pretend like I was bowling a fucking Brian Lara. Shit batsman. Hit his pads, went on to the stumps. Beautiful. And I was just like, my reaction was so good. You know, it wasn't like, they were like, dude, you can celebrate a bit. Because I just went like that or something. I just did something really understated. <laughs> Not like me. Like the normally, no, I'm the guy who brings it around everywhere. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, no, so it's like, that's to me. And that's a great part about social cricket or social sport in any way. Luke was telling a story about how he set up a winning try in the last five seconds. That's why... You go out and play sport. You can have those moments that these people have on TV. You can have them in your social cricket. It's not going to be like thousands of people won't know it, but you will. And if it's important to you, then that's the reason why you fucking do it. So we want everyone, if you've got, you playing social sport, it doesn't have to be cricket, it can be anything. But tell us your fucking sporting moment story. We want to hear it. We want to hear every detail and we want to hear how important it is. Or show us your balls. Yeah, show us your balls. Get your balls out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. The sporting woods, show us your balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Hashtag show us your balls. Hashtag show, show us your balls. balls. Here's mine. Hat trick nah. ball. 
How good? The hat trick ball. If you've got a hat trick ball, I would like to see that because that is the most impressive. Well, it's a cool trophy, trophy because they give you. A, it's the ball sits in the trophy. Yeah, like, so the ball. You still. So, so what I'm looking cradle, at right now. It's like a golden it's a cradle. cradle. It's a golden cradle for Alex's the ball, ball. that Alex. took. It's, it's Alex cradling ball. my ball. It's There's a plaque on there. Right what right does now? the plaque say? The plaque says Marta Hill Cricket Club C1 Sun Hattrick A Jones. 2011 11 versus ACU. Beautiful. Australian Catholic University. It's good. I I'm sure there's someone who has like a winning basket. There'd be heaps of basketball shots. Basketball ones. I know mine, a quick one, because it's only a little one. But when I was I was 12 and I was playing in the in baseball, I was playing baseball, yep. and we played our game and then straight afterwards, the under 14s, so the next div up, yeah. they, needed, they needed a player. Yeah. I was like, you beauty, I'll put my hand up. So I put my hand up and I played this game and- it was nil all or whatever it was. Scores were tied. You know, I was that for fuck's sake. Scores were tied, and there was some. We had a guy on third, two outs, and it was my bat. So hang I remember, on, hang on, I'm not baseball. Okay, guy on third, two outs. So one more out remaining, and a guy on third. Yeah. I'm yeah. So it. I had. So what I needed to do was just all I had to do was hit the single, hit the ball, the and I can get the run. Yeah. Now remembering these guys were yeah two years. They were they were all fourteen because it was the A's. So because I was in the, so in the A's in twelve. So I was in the twelve A's. They were in the fourteen A's. So big so difference, two, yeah, 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 difference yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of two years. Yeah. And um, all I had to do was get bet on ball, but God damn it if I didn't and got the run. And I remember getting to first. Did you and go to the bunt? No, no, I, I, I didn't go to the bunt. No, why would I bunt? Because he's got to run home. Like I had to get it out oh, of there because yeah, he had to come to the bat. So I, I don't know baseball. Yeah, no, I, I, played, <laughs> I played like seven years of baseball. That's so cool. I really enjoyed it. So and you, then, had to, you had to try and drive it through the infield. Well, yeah, I had to, I had to, I had to get the ball out of the infield. Yeah, so cool. managed to do that, and nice. I, I remember being like that, and I won the game. Like I know he ran the game, ran the ball home, but you won. But I had to get that hit because it was yeah. if I had yeah. gone out, yeah. then that's it, the yeah. game's over, and, and we it's, lose. It's weird how you remember or, that you know, shit. Like, and that's it doesn't matter if so you were good. thirteen and still like, yeah, but that was a sick moment. Oh, <laughs> I was like hooping and hollering. Yeah. They came off the field, and Dad was like. You hit the ball, though. <laughs> like, it's, it's, yeah, but they're it. like, yeah, no, get him! A-Rod, man, you're A-Rod. That's yeah. it. You just imagined it. What, what, what is this again? I want to do top tens of, of, so it can be top ten Australian batsmen, top ten Indian right. batsmen, top ten all batsmen, top ten bowlers, top ten. So what I wanted to start with was top ten Australian cricketers of all time. All right. That's In what position? we were talking about no, no, no. See, that's another thing too. We can that's do that sometimes. But you just want top. I just want like I want to say you like, want a hall of fame. You want yeah, like, yeah. I want like top ten. Like you know, you got your Bra- obviously Bradman. Yeah. Bradman, to me, mate. your number two would would be SK. Yeah, you take you take you take uh, Dennis Lilly? No, Warney. Oh, Warney. SK, yeah. of course. SK Warn. SK Warn. Duh, what am I saying? But then I'd go DK. DK. Then I'd go DK. Yeah. I go DK Lilly. Then I'd go Border. Yep. Oh. Oh, border for his capacity, but then I'd go punter. So to me, that's my five. Your five, all right. That's my, and I know there are a lot. Oh, there's there's ton of, of awesome cricketers that could be, but to me, punter. The oh, explanation is Don, Bradman best batsman all time. Doesn't need an explanation. SK one, no, this doesn't need an explanation. No. Fuck who did I say next? DK DK Lily. I mean DK Lily to me was cricket in the seventies. I know you had the chapels, you had all them, but mm. you know the guy. We still think the Australian fast bowler. That's Dennis Lilly. I mean, as fast bowlers go, yeah, sure. You had like like people who talk about Merv Hughes. Merv Hughes was a was a character. He wasn't that good. He wasn't that good cricketer. Like he was all right. He was all yeah. right. He was just solid, but he wasn't like a great. You know, to me, like Dennis Lilly was great. Yep. Like an Alan Border through the shittest one of the shittest periods of Australian cricket. Yeah, he pretty Different much time. went jump on me back. The the same way that Clarkie did 
a few years back when we were passing Clark was just like, well, I guess I'll make every run. You know, like that's pretty much what Border did for nearly a decade. Yeah. And and then Punnett, in my opinion, is the best batsman in in our era, Australian. Yeah. You know, like out of out of all like that, there's been some serious great batsmen around in the last 20, yep. 30 years, but to me, he's he's the best. Okay. So that's my top five. All right, I'll give you mine. But that's a good top five. And I would take Bram and, and, and SK. Yeah. I mean, as much, I'll have Warney for everything. But this is like, and I'm, I'm, I guess I'm looking at it, I guess, from a, a Australian cricketers all round. Yep. I'd take, for me, I'd have, for just impressiveness, no more, I'd take Adam Gilchrist. For okay. me, for yeah. me, I'd have cool. Gilly. Because he changes, he changes. Not. Yes, yeah. He did. He revolutionized the sport. The role became, you know, like you hear about the modern era and how the modern era has changed. Yeah. The modern era has changed because of Adam Gilchrist. He was the reason why we end up with batsmen for, and, and that, sorry, keepers that also can bat. There's no, before that, yeah, it sure. didn't, it didn't, ha- not that it didn't happen, but like it was just a part. You, you were a cat, you were a keeper. Right. For but, context, Ian Healy was Australia's best hmm. uh, wicketkeeper batsman before Adam Gilchrist. I think in total, Heels had four centuries. Gilly ended up with, I think, 17. Yeah. It was about so it was... But previous to him, and mm. this is going to sound like a stupid question. No, nothing stupid. No. Yeah. This is good. Previous to that. So he was the one that really started being good at, like, a number of things. Before no, that, were just, you, you, you were still expected to play two spots minimum, weren't you? As a keeper, of, he was still expected keeper, two bowl, bat, and he was but still, yeah. say a, a top six batsman is probably expected to average somewhere between 40 and 50. Mm-hmm. A, a wicketkeeper back in the day... Would, you would have been happy if you could keep average between 25 and 30, as long as he was keeping well. But he is still expected to play the oh, other positions. Course. He's still expected. No, he has to go out and bat, but it's yeah. not, not like... Yeah, but we're not... Like, do you have to bat? Could you bowl and wicket keep? No, you Why have to take earth? No, 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 no. No, no, you're right. Well, no, it, 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 well you could. You could. You it has happened. But what you'd have to take the... Usually you you bowl more than just one over. So you'd have to be constantly putting the pads on. Right. You'd have right, to also get another the, guy to be keeper. The when, answer that I'm looking for is that when you're bowling, you're also wicketing. That's why you can't do the same. Well, there's one. someone. At, there's someone. Yes. Got to, you you're have to get another. And yeah. You it'd just be awkward having to Sorry. like. If you're a keeper, you no, know that's the, good. I like that because that is a cool. I love like challenge convention. Why wouldn't you keep a bowl? Well, he could, but it, you'd have to have another guy feeling keeper when he was bowling. Then you'd have to yeah, have... Take like, if he's going to bowl, like, yeah. what, four over spell, you're going to have to have a lot of change in a round. This, or what is your go-to sort of spiel uh, for describing cricket to someone who has never seen it before? I know you'll have, like, your thing for when someone walks by when you're watching the telly and they go, oh, who's winning? But that's separate I, to, like, I, oh, someone who's never... question in the world. Uh, the, how would you... How would you... Who's winning? Yeah, yeah. But, like, how would you explain cricket... To an alien, a person from outer space, who is interested in the game. It's, yep. it's, you've got to get. It's easy you've got to get twenty to wickets. Yeah, easiest way to say it. to win this game, you need to take. You have you have a specific thing. You have what's called a wicket. You get two of those per game. Once your two have gone, and the remaining parts of your team have also lost their two, the game is over. And you're getting complicated. We are <laughs> getting complicated though. Yeah. So if wicket. we wanted to say, to an oh, alien, I'd think- say you got to take the other team's twenty wickets uh, for less score. Than what your team got. Yeah, all right, that's easy. Because I think that's a big uh, threshold for a lot of people, like getting into cricket. Yeah. Because uh, immediately it's like a really old game with a lot of histories and a lot of rules. I understand where you come at mm. because you all you got to do is watch that last test and to see all the English fuddy duddies in there, bacon and eggs ties, and oh, you just like, yeah, cool, whatever. Bad, eh? But in my opinion, when I watch a game like baseball, like I understand the main concepts of baseball, but when I hear their a- analysis and all the stuff of baseball, you're like. 
Oh, boys, this is pretty complicated. Like, a point zero three nine four of a thing. You're like, dude, what mm. the fuck are you talking about? See, yeah. cricket to me is I like, that there's thing. a really line at one each end, and if the batsmen cross there and they get to the other end, that's one run, you know? It's, they've got a batsman has to stand in front of stumps. If the ball you're throwing hits the stumps, you're out. If you hit the ball and it's caught by someone, you're out. You only get one go in innings. Well, in every innings. sport that, that that has getting out, there's a million different ways to get out. Exactly. It's, it's, it's an interesting question. I think you have... This could be something like that someone on Reddit probably could explain. Could nail yeah, like yeah, a sentence. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's something you could bring up to the to the general populace, is what's your go-to way of doing it. But to get on with the... Uh, my three was, was Adam Gilchrist... Uh, oh, I wanted to explain... I wanted to give Gilly... Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I just right. wanted to give him a rundown of what Gilly did. Oh, yeah. So, the, sort of, so Ian Healy, Ian yes. Healy had four... 400, Gilead 16. It wasn't about, like before then, yeah, the keeper had to bat, but as a, you know, if I was a captain and the, the keeper got out for 20, I'm not going to fucking ram him up the ass. But if my number three kept getting out for 20, I'm going to be like, mate, what are you doing? You're not doing your job. His job was to keep wickets. good. And yeah, he had to bat. If he could give us runs, cool. What Gilchrist did was he came into the team. Not only did he score runs in his second test, this was another thing I wanted to bring up too. What's your favorite game like? that you remember of all time. Yep, and for enough. me, it's 1999, uh, the third test against Pakistan yeah. in Bel- at Bell Reve Oval. We were in pretty much an unwinnable position. We were five for, I think, 80, and we were chasing 360. On uh, started off, we were about five for 80 on the end of day four. Yep. So we had a day the next day, pretty hard, pretty tough pitch against Pakistan, who were the best bowling lineup at the time. Um, the guys that were in were Justin Langer, a nuggety player, and Adam Gilchrist in his second test. They went out, Langer stayed in, Gilchrist came out in the morning and was playing his shots. And they ended up building a partnership that, just on their own, they ended up getting through to the to the runs, or I think Langer got out in the last. So that's all of the great cricketers, Steve Waugh, Ricky Ponting, Shane Warren, all played in that. I'm not sure if one did play in test. But they all say that's the greatest win they've been a part of. You know, that's, to me... If you want to explain how good Adam Gilchrist is, is that in that moment, with that pressure, with the expectations on the line, he came out and he didn't. It didn't phase his game at all. He came out and played his own natural game, and led us. You know, we talk about how much I hate that, but it, on this occasion, it wasn't. It wasn't shit because you had Langer at the other end who, who was absorbing pressure, yeah. and you had Gilchrist at the other end who was applying he pressure. Had no, he had no right to make the but runs, but and then I think that's, it's the that's same way with Warner and Rogers. Rogers yeah. absorbs the pressure, hmm. and Warner applies the pressure. Yep. And and if one of them isn't doing the job, then it's harder for the other one too. If he's not absorbing pressure, that means Warner's got to absorb it, and he's not so good at that. No. And, that, and vice versa, you can't. Yeah. You wouldn't have Chris Rogers going, "Hey man, go and smack the ball and put pressure on these bowlers." Yeah. So. That's what Gilchrist had. He gave, and he changed it forever. Now every single team expects that from their wicketkeeper. Yeah, you have to. You be have able to be. To if you're you keeping you out, you have to be able to bat. That's how he changed the game, because it opened it for Australia. It was like, holy shit, we've yeah. got seven batsmen now. Yeah, you know, like, and we're not just a batsman. Like, we've got a guy who can. Break the and game he can apart. come in at seven. Yeah, and he could just come in, and you'd be like, "Oh, fuck!" Like the, you'd be you know, five for eighty, and you'd be like, "Yeah, hey, we're all good." But yeah, but you've got Gilly coming in, and he did it on such a. Re- and then, and then on top of that, seriously, yeah, it was seriously that good, and that's why that's why he'd be in my in my top five. I, and I, I absolutely I disagree, but I I appreciate. Uh, yeah, it. yeah, exactly right. No, 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 no I get that. He'd be in my top ten. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'd, but I'd put Gilly in there just. I'd like uh, for as yeah, far as keeping goes, mention, I'd, I'd yeah. give him that. Absolutely, he'd be my mention. 
Look, this, yeah, this is just in, in my you know, five of them. Personal choice. Yeah, it is personal choice. For me, look, as far as bowling is concerned, if I had to choose a fast bowler just because of my era and the amount of times I'd seen... I thought about it. Of course, of course. I'd, I'd take Pigeon. I'd, I'd, I'd take Glenn McGrath. Glenn McGrath, for me, just personified everything there was to do. With, and DK was the same, just like the ability to make the ball do things at a... I know that DK was fast, but, you know, McGrath just had an ability to make the ball, you know, pop it on a dime and, and get it to do whatever he wanted. And it was just gorgeous. It was just an absolute pleasure to watch bowl. And to take, you know, like the tribulations outside of the game with his wife and whatnot, yeah. you know, now we've got an entire test of cricket or, you know, five days dedicated to his wife. Like, you know, it's, 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 it's something special of Australian so there cricket. Was a bit more than just cricket, eh? Yeah, he was, he is bigger than cricket. And it's, and that's, you know, uh, it's just some of the stuff he was able to do. The fact that he hit, was it 68 oh, runs? 61. 61 runs. At the Gabba. At the Gabba, right? That's New Zealand. He, he makes 61 runs, right? And like There's pigeon nothing. has, I think he has the the most, most ducks. Yep. He has the most ducks in the history of test in history cricket. Of test cricket. He couldn't bat to save he's got his life. An average life. of about three, I think. Not great batsman. Greatest, one of the greatest bowlers you'll ever see. But he was not great with the bat. One game, he managed to hit sixty-one against New Zealand at the Gabba, and he loved it so much, including it was the everybody. Best thing ever, like the whole, like the, it was the, oh. to 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 really capture that moment. Mm. The camera, the the shot of. The, all the other Australians in the dressing room just weeping tears of like laughter, like they were. Everyone was so laughing because it's just like it's Glen McGrath, and he's and because he's such an annoying prick. Everyone says how annoying Glen McGrath is. Yeah. He's a, like a the real pest. Dude, yeah. So they were like, "Shit, he's never going to stop up, talking man. about this." <laughs> so what does what did it? Yeah, yeah what does Glen McGrath do? He got a bat and he got the sticker and the sticker had sixty one on it. Sponsor, like sponsor, sponsor was, was sixty one. As if to say, like, this is it. Yeah. This is my Tom. And he's got. like, yes. <laughs> like, he, he loved it and he just would wear it like a badge of honor, <laughs> and it was just the funniest. So, like, for comedic value, for things like even like he had like the downs when he tripped over on that ball before the test yeah, even started in two thousand and five, and he rolled his ankle on a ball in a practice match before any of them started. Totally derailed our entire summer of cricket in England, and when probably was a main reason why well, it was one of the reasons why we lost that that year was because Glenn McGrath accidentally rolled his ankle. It's like fate. Yeah, if he moves was. his well, he leg, took, well, how many? He took six wickets in the first test. Or yeah, so, it was so. ridiculous, and then he, he rolls the fucking leg. Um, so that would be that's my number four. I want to add. I want to make a point onto that about McGrath, and to just add on to like how great he was. There was a stat again they showed the other day about how most fast bowlers usually have around a seventy-five to eighty test. Um, limit because okay. fast bowling is such an arduous thing. Yep. Like it takes tough on the body. Yeah, I fucking know. So they say, you know, if you and if you look over history, most of the great bowlers they did retire around seventy-five tests, except Glenn McGrath. He oh. bowled. Uh, he played like a hundred. I think it was one hundred and twenty-five to one hundred and thirty tests. Yeah, like that. And they said, and it's sort of like how you know they say about Elvis, like he could record an album, then go and do one of his movies, then go and do a show that night, and his voice would still work. Because he sung perfectly, he had perfect technique. You know, it was he could have just sat there and sung all day and never heard his voice. And that's kind of like what Glenn McGrath. You know, by the end he had a few issues, of course. but because he was so smooth, so like his his wrist snap at the top of his, you know, at the top of his um, jump, it everything about his run up was. I've awesome. seen Elvis perform, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but that's why this guy was like the Elvis of fast bowling. You know, just so so smooth, everything you wanted it was sick. Love so that. yeah, absolutely, and that's you got I, my, my number five. Sorry, because uh, he was my four. Yeah, so he was your five. 
My five goes to probably someone a little more unorthodox in the sense, but I feel as far as Australian cricketer... Daryl Thomas. Daryl Thomas. <laughs> it's a little left wing. Ralphie. Mari Meldrum. <laughs> I choose Jeff from the Wiggles. Actually, do you know, ironically, I bet you don't know this. Do you know who was an Australian test cricketer? <laughs> Did you ever watch a little show called... Who's Dares Wins? Oh, I, who oh, dares I did wins? know that, but I wouldn't have guessed Mike, Mike Whitney. Whitney. Brother, yeah, Mike Whitney, dude, absolutely. Mike Whitney has this awesome, awesome highlight. What of, happened? I don't know, but I can tell you the best highlight of Mike Whitney from Test Cricket was he, know, um, wins. he was versing Rich, Sir Richard Hadley, was coming in and uh, I think he had to survive like 30 balls. He was a bowler, not a batsman, so he's a shit-ass batsman. And he had to, there was one wicket to go, so he had to survive 30 balls. And Richard Hadley was bowling, I think he bowled three of the five overs. And it was so good in that last over, like, because Whitney was just blocking them, just trying to stay in. And the crowd, like, you've never heard a group of people applaud so loudly for a block. Like, it was, that's like, that's like, cricket can give you so many, like, weird things. Like, yeah. why am I cheering this? Like, yeah, but I am, drop. like, yeah. I'm, but you cheer because you know how much better Richard Hadley is at bowling than Mike Whitney is at yes. batting. Yeah. And Mike Whitney's got to tough it out to draw the test for his that's team because it. it meant they won the series all up. If yeah. they drew that test, they won the series. And he ended up doing it, man. And he just like, he ended up on like three or 40 balls. Sick. But the way he like pumped his fist as he walked off the field, you're just like, fuck yeah. If that doesn't get you pumped, like, yeah. <laughs> you don't. It know, hung on. Yeah, yeah hung and on. exactly. And that's like, so Mike Whitney's fucking cool. But I just think that's such a cool example of like how cricket, it throws up weird situations where you're like, this is, I can't believe this is something I care about, but it is, you know. Mm. And then he went on to throw <laughs> office workers off cliffs. <laughs> yeah. So it was a natural progression, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, you know who'd be great for this show? <laughs> Mike Whitney. <laughs> Get winners on the line. Yeah, he's not doing much. <laughs> What's he doing these days? Yeah. I have a, a top five to give you. My last one is Richie Benno. Cool. The reason why is, for as far as an Australian cricketer, is he personified everything to do with it. There's no one else that, that reads breathes cricket yeah. like Richie Benno. From a captaincy, from what he did with the ball, he brought in the celebration. No one celebrated before Richie Benno. Oh, that Sco- is a really cool point. Yeah, everyone used to whoa, be like, top whoa, drop, whoa, it's English. Whoa. Yeah, no, no, like, cricket was that much of a gentleman's game. Yeah, man, that's wow. why that kind of I stuff- I did not know that. That's why yeah. that kind of stuff is still like, really held like, oh, they don't, you know, you've got to be polite. Because you know, there was. No one, you didn't celebrate a wicket. Which so, I don't what, mind. What? Like, it, I yeah, don't mind that it's back kind to of... Mark. What do you mean he started it? Are we talking he fist pumps the, or cartwheels? Yeah, fist, like, well, we're on the spectrum. Fist pumps. I think you he know, was like, just cheering. He was cheering. Like, yes. New beauty. And yeah. everyone would come in and they'd all congratulate him. And it brought in that team. It was... That was him. That was... That was... that Because was, if it was just him walking around after, like, getting <laughs> someone out being like, marvellous. That's <laughs> that's not fair to say he started celebrating. Top draw. Top draw. I'm glad you said, Rich, because it was... You know, you you don't say Australian cricket without the word without the name Richie Benno coming. Richie Benno is like, he is the he's the voice of summer. And me. and it's without and doubt. it's more than just the voice, it's about the example. You know, whether he was playing, whether he was administrating or yep. whether he was commentating. You never you never had a skill. It was the Richie. example that he left. But not yeah. not just like, oh, he didn't do anything bad. He helped grow oh. the Australian cricket culture. Absolutely. You know, all these greats that I mentioned and whatever, they've learnt from, from Richie. Rich. And Richie learned from DK other people. when he overtook him. When, when, yeah, yeah. When and D- they were- when Dennis Lilly took over the leading run-taking, run. wicket, wickets-taking, sorry, not runs, from Richie Benno, who, who held the record. Yeah, so it was Richie on 263, yeah. and then I think uh, Lilly took it over, and then he got his 300th wicket, mm. and he ended up walking to the wrong fielding spot <laughs> <laughs> after it. And then I think he got 310. And then warning went past oh, that. Warning, yeah, um, smash that. And then, yeah. but yeah, so when he got it, when he when he beat 
Richie, the first person he like looked up at was Richie, and Richie was right there like looking back, you know, like congratulating, like yeah. he's an absolute gentleman. And not only that, it would have been the kind of guy like he would have popped his. It would have popped you know, the hat. Something like classy. Like not that, only that, like, but you end up with beautiful things like Billy Birmingham and the Twelfth Man. Oh, fuck. Is beyond. I I I didn't really listen to it until oh. about two years ago when I actually got it and I listened to it all. Get all and the early stuff. It was. Oh, I've listened to it all. Don't get me wrong. Good. I like ate it up. Good. You just say the name again for those at home who have may never have heard of it. Oh, yeah, oh, I'm sure oh, they English have. Guys, oh, you English guys, are you English? Birmingham. Billy Birmingham and the Twelfth Man is is just about the most. It's the funniest comedy. I don't know what it is. It's just it oh, is it's comedy, so it's funny. Parody. It's comedy. It's you know, I mean, like, it's like Weird Al, but with a, with, a sporting commentary it's, team. It's like a um, he's like a tribute band, yeah. but for like a, 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 a cricket commentary crew. I mean, like, there's no. No one else. We we get the chew for twenty chew, and you've got to speak like you've got a cat's bum for a mouth when you say it, and you know all those funny ass jokes, you know all the funny names, and that would never happen without Richie and that crew, without nah. Tony Gregg. Do you know why voices, though? Because glory. they had because they brought. I read this awesome article about how shit the Australian commentary team is now compared to what it was. Yeah, because those guys had yeah they could have a laugh and you know, but they were there to do a. A job. They were there to try and sell cricket and and yeah. educate people on cricket, so that we could all enjoy it as much as them. Yeah. And they did such a good job at that. But also, it led to them being able to have the piss taken out of them because they took it serious, and that's fine. Whereas now, this is what I just wrote: you cannot parody the current. And I read this part too. Hmm. You can't parody the current commentary because they're already because they're a parody of themselves. Them. Exactly, they're a joke. The way they sit down and this article it was like, yeah, guys, we get it. You were once in this fucking team. Yeah. You're not anymore. Like, you're still relevant. It's okay. You don't need to fucking keep proving it. Mm. And it's it's such a matey, like, it, it just makes you so pissed. It's cringeworthy. That's mm. the best way to describe it. It's like, oh, just oh, shut up. You know, just talk about cricket. Mm. Don't talk about what you're fucking I think doing. it's a sad bit because every now and then they do talk about cricket and it's clear that they know what they're talking they about. Well, but times. they, oh, they, I guess, don't, okay. they Tom, don't know Tom's it like in, they, they yeah. don't know it like the other to guys. To be honest, Tommy Ian Chappell, man, no. Ian Chappell is, is, to me, the greatest cricket mind that I've, like, Adam, mm. you know, it, I'd say he's a better cricket mind than Warnie. Oh, wow. To me, to me, the way everything Chappell says about cricket, I sit there and go, I mean, I know I'm no fucking expert, Except the but I'd sit bats. there and go, shut up about the bats, Chappelle. I love Chappelle. I could listen to Chappelle sleep when I go to sleep. You know, the, the bats were, I love it. were smaller in my day. It's like, yeah, dickhead, you've told us like 16 times. We know <clears> the bats sick. have gotten, sp- they've gotten sick, bigger. Man. I, I could, just, I love Chappelle. Old man, old man Chappelle. Yeah, he's the best. So I'm a cranky old dude. But he's not that, he actually, I love him. No, I think no, he's great as well. He's got that dry sensitivity. The best. So I from the 12th man and he's like, have I said this sledge yet? The Chappelle sledge? Because it's the best no. sledge in the history of sledging. Uh, Tomo went in, bowled to Derek Underwood, smashed his arm, and they were like, "Oh, Derek, you know, he's the spinner." And England was still doing back doing back then what they do now, doctoring the pitches. So Derek Underwood was a left arm spinner. Hmm. So they were they were aiming for him, and they hit him, and, and he was fucked up with his arm. Walked over, and Chapelli walks up and goes, oh, "Derek, you all right there, mate?" He's like, "Oh, he's like, well, wh- which one was it, the right or the left?" And he goes, "Oh, it was the right." And he goes, "Oh, that's a shame." We were aiming for the left and just walked off. <laughs> it's like, that's fucking sledging, bro. That's sick, dude. It's not like that, man. It's just like, it's not like, like aggressive. It's just like, oh, no, we were aiming for the left. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> we'll come back for that later. Yeah.
Yeah. Like, yeah. what I would like to see would be if, you know, if you're not from Australia, if you're from Pakistan, oh, yeah, give do us, your like, top your top five. five. Yeah. I'd like to see, like, the top five Pakistan. Yeah. Because we, we want to But, like, I would, I would like to see, and I already have, like, Wazzy Akram for me would be, he's, he's pro, I, I, I just, I've got a bit of a thing for him at the moment, or Wazzy. I do. I think it, the big, long, flowing hair, it's beautiful. Predictions as well for next game. I think that that's something we should be All sort right. of incorporating. So it's Ed Sebastian. It's Ed Sebastian. And what I heard about it, as far as the pitch is concerned, when they asked Cook what he wanted, they said he said, I just want a good old-fashioned English pitch. So for me, it's going to... Why the fuck are they asking the cap? That's bullshit. Yeah, that is. Well, who the hell? Like, that's what I was talking about. I don't believe that the Australian curators go to the Australian captain. And if they do, I disagree oh, I as much. I think he was just asking for the you know, question, but it's- you know? I don't think he was asking, like, and what are, the, what, what me, are you going to do? You I think it was up, just, yeah, what, but, what okay, do you want? Put it this way, big fella. If they had, if Australia had, you know, I don't think Nathan Lyon's cool, but say if we still had a warning, mm. and you went to the Gabba, and yeah, it was this dry piece of shit, like, you'd be like, hang on a minute, is this because you've got a great spinner? You know, I don't think we ever did that. I'm pretty sure if I remember when Warnie played, the Gabba was always fucking green. So that's the point of like, why the fuck are they tinkering with this based on the strengths and weaknesses of theirs and our team? Exactly, not fucking right. Yeah, no, I agree with that. So we'll see how. I'm glad it fucking backfired on them. That's all I'll say. It's what might make them wake up. I think you'll see it'll be a bit more green. They'll be looking to get the ball to swing. They should stop trying to manipulate it and manipulate the game and fucking just try and be better cricketers. That like I think that they're only going to keep losing if they're like, oh god, the only way we can win is if we rig the yeah, pitch. Yeah, doctor a pitch. Yeah. That's negative, man. That's why you're going to lose. Yeah, that's well, that's that's just that. Uh, I think that's not so much the players' fault as much as it no. is a society. A society. Yeah, of, I agree. Know, I don't. Yeah, that media administration. Morgan, you know, like that yeah. type of dickhead who Fucking gets up and, and <laughs> you know, vomits vitriol. At shit. I was who thinking that last. Yeah, exa- but that's what I mean. That's the kind of people that I talk about who just like rip Watson. on Shane Watson all yeah, the time. You're like, absolutely. who are you helping? Like, yeah. I get if you don't want Watson there, but. He's going to be, if he's not there, sweet, whatever. Anyway, to talk about Piers Morgan, yeah. I was thinking about how they got him in there to do that Brett Lee thing. I was uh, like, fuck, that was pretty, yes. like, Good in a way, him. pretty ordinary. Like, can yeah. you imagine if he got seriously hurt, how bad that would have been, especially in the timing of it all? <laughs> it would have been so bad. But then on the other hand, geez, it's nice to see a fight. Because cricket can level people. The same yeah. way that, like, Fighting, like if you walk up and punch someone in the face and they're talking shit, it's going to level them. It's not right, but it's going to level them. Yeah. The same way with cricket, like the way he got in there throwing so much chat about the English batsman. Yep. He was saying, oh, how are the English batsmen not deal with Mitchell Johnson? I could do it. Okay, well, let's put you up against Brett Lee and just see how yeah. you go. And he Thing got is ruined, old. man. Uh, my, Have you was- seen that, Vilgins? It's kind of like, I, it's I understand where the people who complain about it. It's nah, little, fuck that. He yeah, knew what he was I doing. Know, he was just, know, it was know, fine. He breaks something. Look, everyone, I'm glad he fuck, hurt, everyone can pitch it up. And I mean, anyone can take it, but, and I don't think Binger was trying to hit him or anything, but. I, I reckon he was. <laughs> I'm not, I don't mind either, but it's more like if he got hurt, but I, I agree with everything you, you're like, saying. Like, if you're going to sit there and run your mouth, be ready for the repercussions, mate. Yeah, like, no matter how much we're sitting here talking, we're also not going to go, fucking Gary Balance, a pussy, I could go in there and do yeah. better than him. That's not what I would ever say. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. sitting here for a reason, and he's out there yeah, for a reason. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not so, having balls no around with you. No, but we don't, we don't sit here putting anyone down, I hope. I hope no one takes it as that. Whereas no, that guy and some of the English press, and press in general, but some of them, like, they can say things where you're just like, well, mate, you need a bit of perspective. Look where you are right now. Like, fucking, you don't know what it's like, so just shut your mouth. Like, I fucking really I, hate that. I feel pretty bullied sometimes. That's <laughs> <laughs> over here and no. you don't let me talk. So I feel, I feel mitigated. And hope you're not ostracized. putting anyone down. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so I, I'd say my prediction, early prediction for the next game would be if I'd like to see England come out and perform. I know you can't, but at the same time, this is what I would. It would be nice to see. It'd be good to see England come out and and show some ticker through better bowling. Back to the first, uh, what what they did right in the first game. I like to see that return. See where they if they can get the ball to swing. If they can get if they they're not if, giving away their wickets. If they're actually concentrating on the game and playing, you know, doing I think what Eng- they can. I think I would say to England what I would what I said to to yeah. Steve Smith in Australia last week in their batting hmm. show aggression. Yeah. By playing the ball where you want it, exactly right, and that's what they couldn't do this game. And but no. that's when, as as opposed to Australia, who really it was just all their fault in the first test. Yeah. It was like that life, like dude, he got a great nut, yeah. and that's why left arm bowlers can really trouble batsmen more so than a right arm bowler. Oh, absolutely. No look one, at the no way that bowling. look at the way that Josh Butler got out to Johnson last night. Hmm. I mean, a, a left arm, sorry, a fucking right arm bowler, he would have left that, or a Mitchell Stark left armer. He would have left that as well. Johnson, that's what Johnson's always had. He, where he releases his ball from, hmm. like it's basically in front of the umpire's face. That's a fucking real awkward place for a right-hander who expects a left armer to angle it across him. But if it's coming from over, like the umpire's face, that's what makes them play at it. Well, yeah, it's, so it's a completely it, people talk angle. about. Oh, people you used to say, "Oh, ball. Johnson can't swing it. Can't swing it." Like that's going to destroy him. Hmm. Not at all. That's never how he's gotten wickets. Hmm. It helps, yeah. but. He's always gotten it because he can get batsmen to play at balls they should not be playing. They're up at. here, and he gets that extra bounce. Australia, they're bowling. I reckon they should take more. I was saying this the whole time when I was watching it, and eventually Johnson did do it. They need to bowl around the wicket. Their left armers mm. need to bowl around the wicket more to the right-hand batsman of England. Every time they do that, and they say it's like, oh, God, this is going to get nasty. Especially Johnson. Uh, maybe mm. not Stark. I like the way he can... Because Stark's yeah, better at swinging it in and he can push it across. But Johnson, when it gets to later in the innings, like not the first few overs, but later in the innings, he needs to come around the wicket. Because yeah. those right-handers can't handle his heat. Well, it's just coming straight at you. And it's, it's coming at your throat it's too. And it's yeah, That big left arm and, swooping in over the top. Like and later that on, angle. And oh. later, later on in, his, in, in the innings, he always Rattle has a better chance of... Of getting the getting in swing, swing yeah, yeah, getting the in swing, which around the wicket to a right hander would be a way swing. Yep, to a right hander. So if that's that going to get him playing. To swing in from that angle, yeah. and then cut. Sometimes back it cuts back. Stump. Sometimes it stays on. Ah. It. Yeah, to me. So that's that's my one point for Australian bowling. I thought Maybe they bowled doing, perfect. Yeah, but if 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 they wanted to even put the hammer on, I think an option for them could be. And I'm sure they've considered it, of course. but I think they should use that ploy a little more to, to bring Mitch around around the wicket to the right hand man. Getting going terrifyingly. Yeah, because yeah, he's already under their skin. You can see it. So, yeah, to wrap it up, uh, I think that you know, I, I would like to see Australia win the next one, obviously, see if we can do that again. I think that the one might be mine, but, hey, look, we'll get to the contest and see what that looks like. I think it's, like, it's always hard to predict. But it I is, think the, the to- coin toss, what I want to see from England is if they win the toss, I want to see them not lose a wicket until lunch. That's what yeah. they need to be told. Hey, boys, just don't lose. I don't care if you're none to 60. You know, I don't care if the run rate is 1.2. You just be here at that. Because like, that proves something to the guys coming in. And guys like Joe Root and stuff, they've proven enough already. So they need they need to know that this whole fucking playing for England thing isn't just going to be coming to the rescue every time. They're going to... Like, poor old Joe Root. You know, he's proven he can play shots. He's in good form. But he's always got to dig in. He can't in. carry it. But he's got to keep yeah. digging in. He doesn't have to do because, it. Because yeah. he keeps coming in at four for 40. So those top guys for England need to need to stick it out yep. and, and stay in there more. Give Joe and Ben Stokes a chance. To Anderson play some needs shots. to. Anderson needs to get step, his finger out his step. Step you up. He really needs to put. You know, step I hope. Up. I hope Broad gives him a kick up the ass and he goes, "Oi, mate, 
Are you playing or what? Yeah, is this and just me out here or are you here too? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. One all, couldn't be better. Mm. Loved it. Fantastic. Sporting woods indeed. Sporting. I am sporting. sporting I, I know. It. I know. We've sported woods. Oh, look, what I want to be say. Thank you for listening. Third episode, Sporting Woods. We've yes. now got a bit of an iTunes uh, spot popping up. We've uh, we've got some Reddit spaces that we are occupying at the moment. Yep, watch and out for us. Um, we'll, all we'll, correct we'll, terms we'll, for all of that you just said. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, yeah, you don't I got, like got no idea. We've got some Twitter doesn't. that we're sweeping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got some uh, faces and we're booking them. Um, uh, <laughs> they purchased a grand. So, yeah, I obviously know a heap about um, the social medias, but Michael will do that. But we appreciate, if you are listening to it, we appreciate it. Keep on tuning in. Hit us up on Reddit and ask questions. If you enjoy, feel free to rate us on the iTunes. Oh, absolutely. Tell yeah, us get in on that. If you don't like us, please leave a comment on the iTunes store, <laughs> yeah, but us. don't rate us. Yeah. <laughs> just, just tell us. Nah, don't, you know feed the- us. Let us have it. Just let us have it. <laughs> tell All us good. about it. All right. Up the Aussies. Thanks, everyone. See Peace, guys. Have a good one. Cheers. Cheers. Words. And then make like a... <laughs>